Hey everyone, welcome to the Hobby Streakers, episode 21. So, what is Hobby Streak? Well, Hobby Streak is doing 30 minutes of hobby every night for the longest streak possible. My co-host, as always, Liam, is Hello. today on 1,609? Correct? Sounds about right. All right. Well, so yeah, so you're, uh, you passed the 1,600 very recently. Sure All did. All right. Everybody, hats off. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, there's someone that's getting close to, uh, it's like 1,590 something. So. Uh, it, I, it, it's Zach. Probably, yeah. Zach, 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 I think is, is. Getting close. Keeping me honest. <laughs> if if one of you slips, then yeah, it's. it's I I, I, it. I I prefer to think of them as uh, like uh, Zach and Norm. Uh, they're the ones who are yeah. like closest to me. I prefer to keep it. Think of it as them keeping me honest. Yeah. If mm -hmm. if I don't do it, then they're gonna catch up and take take the crown. <laughs> mine. It's mine. <laughs> well, so I want my own, my precious. My name is JG, and me, I am on four hundred and forty-one. Hey, <laughs> I started the hobby, the hobby in general, uh, way after you were already on the streak, because <laughs> I've been hobbying for what three years now. Think something like that, and you've been on the freaking hobby streak for like four years, so yeah. But uh, yeah, I am on 441 days, which is I'm, I'm still proud, still going strong, respectable number. Yep, yep, still going strong, and uh, yeah, I have no intention of uh, of stopping, so yeah, I'm still enjoying it. I well, oh. I do say that I am diversifying a lot. Of what I'm doing for the hobby streak, uh, so that's that's also I think that's one way of keeping it going is once you're in a rut of doing something, just start doing something else. <laughs> like start looking at you know um, some other some other medium. You know, like if you want to stop painting and start building, uh, start you know scratch built terrain or whatever you know that that's i think that's the way to do it if you don't want to some people are saying you know this they, they look at, at it as a chore and everything and they're having issues and i think that's probably some of it is due to that is because they're trying to do too much but anyways um today i am painting my revenant from uh well four the silver bayonet from North Star Miniatures, which I have done an unboxing uh, recently, the same time as the video came out for, well, two weeks ago. For the streak, I did an unboxing of everything Wave 3. What are you painting? I am painting the Warhammer World exclusive uh, Stormcast Eternal Night Questor model. Cool. Because I went up to Warhammer World for the first time since the before times <laughs> on Sunday, just gone to play some Age of Sigmar with my brother for his birthday. So, cool. I guess semi shout out to uh, Toby, aka Super Prototype. 
All Happy right. birthday. Nice. Happy birthday, dude. Old is he? 31. Oh, he's a youngster still. Uh, I wish. But yeah, so cool. Um, so what is it? Like, what kind it, of character is it? Uh, so Stormcast have um, a hero called a Knight Questor, who is uh, a Stormcast who has been given a specific quest to accomplish by Sigmar himself. himself. Mm -hmm. And they're given a rune blade and a uh, great shield, and they're sent off into the the realms to do this one task. And they have Sigmar's authority to like grab whatever they need to go and do. Excuse me, grab whatever they need to go and do that. Um, okay. But sometimes um, some stormcast will fall into a fugue state, and they'll have. Uh, uncertain visions about a task that they need to accomplish and they'll be locked in like a, a a special cell to sort of see what will happen to them and sometimes they wake up and it's past and sometimes they'll wake up and they'll have this fine set of armor and a two-handed greatsword in the cell with them yeah. and everybody's like how did that get in there and they're like we well, don't know and they go off and they try and figure out what the the task they've been set is Cool. Whatever that happens to be. So um, this guy doesn't technically have rules for the current edition of the game. Well, can he you use him for another character then? He he comes he comes with a a, a rule sheet in his um, in his okay. box, but um, this is technically speaking like the. Um, the store anniversary model last year uh, a narrative play cool. character rather than a match play one so if i was going to use him i would use him as a knight questor rather right. than an errant okay. questor nice but he's right. large and in charge and i like guys with two massive two-handed weapons <laughs> so nice. yeah. it's a mystery why i didn't already have him well cool cool no cool. Do you want to uh, do shout-outs? Yes, let's do shout-outs. So, yeah, right. um, we're recording this We're recording this on a Wednesday uh, because yesterday I had a whole bunch of stuff to do, which came in kind of last minute. Uh, and today I don't have that much time either. <laughs> it's becoming a bit crazy with the kids and stuff, so, yeah, that is why we are... Hopefully, man, this one is going to be a shorter episode if we don't get 20 other cuts. <laughs> mm. All right, go right, for your show. I will put all of these in the, show, in the show notes later, but they're not in there at the moment, so I'm going to read off my phone. We've got Iron Waffle Minis. We've got 200 Days. We've got Vangelis Central, who uh, I've got on 196 when I checked in on them, so they should be on 200 by now. Nice. Uh, Congrats, people. I've got other stuff saved in here. Uh, paint less minis on two hundred. <laughs> is that uh, is that a pun? For, well, is that a shot towards uh, paint more minis from Miniac? <laughs> Probably. 
Nice. Uh, Techamania underscore is on 200. Cool. Uh, that's some stretching. That's some stretching. That's some stretching. That's a full picture of freehand on the board. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. That's some freehanded tight wall onto Titan stuff. Uh, that looks like yeah. That's that's going back. Yeah, that's it. That's all my shout outs. All right. There were some other people I saw on Twitter today and yesterday. So yeah, I. As you uh, pointed out, <laughs> after nine days I, uh, of not having time at all to go to um, to go online, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna open a code because I need the caffeine uh, to hopefully get rid of my migraine. So yeah, after nine days of uh, not doing anything on Twitter. I finally uh, got around and a lot of people probably received like 20 messages saying, Hey, <laughs> JG liked I, 20. I, I, sat having, your... <laughs> I, I sat down on my lunch break and I was like, JG has liked nine of your tweets. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's like, yay. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, what do I have? I have... Du, 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 du. I have uh, Vangelis on... 400 days. I have Nathan Ellen Allen who is on 1400 days. So pretty close as well, not too far behind uh, behind you. 200 days at that stage it's pretty close. Um and then I have Caleb uh which We've talked about on this podcast before, I'm pretty sure, because uh, he's been very active in the community of the Hobby Streak. He is on 400 days. So congrats to all those people again. Uh, you guys are doing great. And uh, yeah, so let's move on to what we've done the past two weeks. Uh, do you want me to go ahead? Uh, you have you go ahead and I'll work out when the last episode was and I'll <laughs> uh, so I finally did the fart quest um, RPG campaign with my kids and my wife and we had fun it was fun I was the DM it was the my first time DMing anything uh, I've I've done some um, you know, board game kind of thing where you kind of also need a DM, but to the level of what I've done for this, not at all. So that was fun. I had a blast. Uh, and yeah, at the end they managed to get the... Because, uh, well, fart quest as you can imagine. Uh, so they managed to get the potty paper from the Minotaur. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. Uh, they avoided the uh, the owl bear, uh, which was good. They got uh, one of the character got killed by the purple the purple slime, and that was my daughter, so she was pretty upset. But we had an extra character because we played with four characters, so she grabbed the the other character and and continued playing basically. But yeah. 
other than that, yeah, it was it was fun. It was pretty fun. I, I need to see if I can uh, just write rules for the next like a next adventure kind of thing. If I can write some rules or not. But uh, yeah, so that's one of the things I've done. Then um, I worked on some skeleton for Frostgrave. That's pretty much the only thing that I painted was those skeleton. And what I'm doing today, I haven't really painted any, like a lot at all. Um, what I've done is a lot of 3D design and 3D, uh, 3D, yeah, 3D modeling and 3D design. Um, most of it, well, for all of it for my game that I'm working on. So I've done what some crates, wooden crates, plastic crates stuff like that, uh, turret, a drone, a different kind of drone than the one I did before, Spiderbot, a drone control case, and I managed to do it with a little guy also next to it, so that, well, I didn't sculpt the guy, but anyways, um, so I have my drone operator that's ready as well to print on the base and everything, so I'll need to uh, do some test prints on this. Um, some barrels, a bus stop, some alien turret signs, scanning device, which start. it, it was funny because it started as a, as a kind of a planter, and, okay. yeah, so I built, like, I wanted to do kind of, some kind of, I don't, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing, and I designed that thing, and then it's like, I was looking at it, and I was like, dude, that so looks like, an alien device where you put someone to scan it and then I just added the scan on the top and I was like yep here we go that works <laughs> and then some island, uh, uh, alien writing on the side I was like yep that looks like an alien uh, scanning device so <laughs> yeah um, and that's about it and then I started printing some buildings which uh, you might still hear in the background uh, because it is printing right now the problem is I am probably gonna run out of uh, filament before it's done which sucks because my filament only comes on Monday so yeah I didn't realize when I launched the second print uh, that I was gonna maybe run out of uh, filament so that sucks I still have like some leftover in a spool that might be able to do another few layers but yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a problem I'm gonna run out anyway so yeah lots of 3d design lots of things that I need to um, print and well test print and see if I need to if I need to update uh, my my design so yeah my 3d models what about you so I, uh, I painted up, uh, finished painted up the two sectors that I was doing at the last episode so I could take them to Warhammer Worlds to play in the game that I was playing with my brother. So I finished them up the night before, got all the varnish done, left them on my desk so the varnish could like air out and dry before I put them in my case to take up. Got to Warhammer World, deployed, and remembered that I'd left them on my desk, so that was good. Um, I finished the Vanguard Paladors that I've been painting for the last 
week or two. They've been giving me grief for some reason, so I'm glad to see the back of them. Uh, I've finished the Thousand Sons Apothecary. It just needs some uh, varnish on when I get the time to do that. Okay. And I've started and mostly finished uh, Baller and Burke, the Boss Rat Hunters, which were the New Year uh, commemorative model from Games Workshop. Oh, cool. I then started uh, four Jokothin Guard Tempestals. They're currently on my desk here. Uh, they've got a lot of armor trim on, so that's taken a while now, and then they'll just be doing the details on, so I'll get, get those done. I'm mostly oh, done. Oh. They should mostly be done by the weekend. Nice. All right. And, uh, yeah. Painting this guy. Cool. Yeah, uh, oh, I forgot also, I finally got, because we went to, uh, we went to uh, Fort Collins, which is not too far from here, well, relatively speaking, uh, and we stopped by uh, Home Depot, so I finally got plywood, so mm. I can... Um, do some more work on the board. Exactly, yep. I want to do the outside of the board, and as soon as that's done, then I can uh, start putting the grit and everything on it. So, yeah. Finally, I was like, because oh. I mean, we have stuff here, but it's like three times the price, so it's a pain. And so, uh, when we uh, usually when we go to uh, Cheyenne or Fort Collins or something like that, then we just uh, try to uh, to grab some uh, wood or stuff like that that we need from uh, from Home Depot because it's usually cheaper. So, yeah, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, planning on. This weekend, I'll try to. Uh, if we have, if we're not too busy, we just wanna, we just wanna stop doing shit. <laughs> so it's like, no, we wanna stay home. For once, one weekend, just stay home and do nothing. So yeah, hopefully uh, we can do that this weekend. And uh, if that's the case, then yes, I'll, uh, I'll definitely do that. Try to uh, to get that going, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun to work some more on that board and get it finished. All right, so we ran a little streaker poll mm. way, way back <laughs> about dice. Uh, and the reason for that, well, because as always, there's always a weird reason why I'm putting those <laughs> poll on. Um, I actually was watching the latest game from um, Ash Parker Baker Ash Baker Baker um, from uh, Guerrilla Miniature Games, and he did a weird. Well, he did a so it's a mech another mech game, First Strike I think it's called, uh, and. The way it works is it always hits and you're rolling defense only, which I thought was kind of strange. So, and I thought that was pretty cool because it's always, you know, it, it's, it's always nice to have something different. And that was definitely different. 
So basically, it's like, oh yeah, so I just launch all this at you. Uh, you need to evade all the stuff that are coming your way, basically. And so, yeah, so I, I thought that was really a weird take on, on dice mechanics. And then I was like, huh, you know, I wonder what, you know, people like. Eh, because it's definitely, you know, there's a lot of different games. Um, the Silver Bayonet uses 2D... I'm gonna say D12, I think, or D10. Either way. And then you just, one is power, one is skill, and so, it, you know, it gives you something to hit, and so on and so forth. Uh, some others will use, uh, and then you got opposing dice, usually on melees, and sometimes you roll for defense when you get, you know, shot at, sometimes you don't, sometimes you only get a bonus, sometimes, and so there's a lot of different ways of, of, basically having dice rules for for you know all the games uh sometimes you have even like special dice uh for for example for marvel crisis protocol uh star wars legion i think uh yeah. does does uh warcry no, Warcry is just the the six. Warcry that is, is D6, is, yeah. yeah, it's just the six that has a different symbol, but it's still a D6, yeah. So, yeah, and and, and so then then you have D6s. You have you know like well, if you take something like an RPG, then you have I don't know like pretty much every single possible die. <laughs> you got like a D6, a D, D6, D8, D10, D12, D20. Then you could roll like also some percentage, you do some percentage rolls and stuff like that. So yeah, it's 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 fun to see. I like when there is um, a target to hit. You know, like oh, you need to roll, you know, five or above, and then you roll, and that's it. And then you tells you if you hit or not. And I and I really like that kind of of mechanics. Um, apparently, a lot of people like. So like that kind of things where there's a target to hit or at the opposite side of the spectrum just roll a freaking bucket of dice. <laughs> and I literally put that in the thing, bucket of dice. And I think that that's kind of like 40k and Age of Sigmar, you kind of, I mean I've heard tales of rolling 30 dice and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, you, you still have a target number that you need to hit, you're just rolling tons of dice trying to hit that target number yeah yeah but yeah yeah so and, and so what when i was saying you know like just hit a target number was just like you roll one die and you need to hit that target number yeah and not like hey let's roll 23 dice and see how many of those 23 hit that target <laughs> it's like but apparently oh, well, a lot of people well, like when i was at the um the tournament the tournament when i was at the event the other week uh, there was a particular attack that took us 20 minutes to resolve one shooting attack. Was it because of like too many dice or just to oh, figure it's, out? It's, it was just because to figure um, out. I launched 23 inch circular blast templates at somebody and I had to work out how many people were under each one because they each scattered individually and then I had okay. to roll. Um, Something like seventy wound dice. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, that's the uh, yeah, and that's, and that's kind of like yeah, it, it's it's, so yeah, I I don't know it. There's some. I like not rolling that many dice, and but yeah, it and again like this kind of reflects what I'm doing for the game. I went back and forth on a few different ways uh, that I wanted to. To, um, to, I'm not gonna say manage the the dice, but kind of like, yeah, how to how to, what to roll and how to roll, and and I've done it. There is no defense dice rolling. You roll, you hit or you don't, and then you do damage high or low, and that's kind of like I wanted to simplify the thing as yeah. much as possible, because I wanted it to go fast. It, I want it to be a, a very fast game, where you get in and if you're if you're lucky on some of the rolls, you can basically just have, you know, play for. I would say thirty minutes. You can be done with the mission. And and that's kind of what I was looking at. It is some things that that will be quick. But that means also the other way around, like the enemies. Uh, even if they're AI controlled, can kill one of you guys also in two turns. Like, shoot it twice. If they hit both times, then that's it. You guys is your guys dead. Like, <laughs> unless you have some kind, you know, unless you manage to medkit him and all this. Yeah, you can you can lose guys as fast as you can kill guys. And this is kind of what I wanted. Um, the kind of high high cost high reward kind of play um but yeah it's and and i think that again that does not appeal to everybody some people like to have that uh, that hey i'm getting shot at i want to be able to counter what you're doing like counter your attack and 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 maybe able to defend myself and things like this and that's and that's and and again like that's kind of a lot of games you will have this, especially hand-to-hand -hand combat, usually you have that kind of thing, where it's like, oh, you hit with five, my turn, you know, my guy's got this kind of defense, so I will roll the dice if I hit five also, blah, 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 and then you, and you compare the who's got the biggest number and here we go your your guy hits or not and and then you subtract the defense and then you subtract the the armor and so on and so forth and so yeah i, I kind of wanted to go way quicker than that <laughs> so yeah so that's kind of what where i went with again like with the kind of dice roll that i wanted was you roll you hit you don't and you hit the damage and that's it and I never understood in games when you roll for actions. You know, like, oh, this guy is gonna see if he can... Uh, there's some weird mechanics in uh, the Silver Bayonet where you roll to see if... to see if you can sprint. So basically, like, you can... if you roll... If you succeed in your role, then you will, 
you will move like four inches. If you don't succeed, you'll move only two. And I'm like, dude, that's just, I don't want to roll for this kind of things. I go on there, like, it, it, those guys are trained there in the battlefield. They train, they, if they want to sprint, they sprint, done. You know, like, or you're gonna apply your medkit. Uh, yeah, so the medkit is gonna do two or three or four or five, depending on what you roll. I'm like, mm, okay, you do a medkit, it, it heals two, done. Like, if, if you need more than two, then you need to apply again, or, you know, like something like this, or, but it, I, there's a lot of things like this in games that just, sometimes for me, there's just way too much dice rolling. Mm-hmm. And, and for, it's like this, and this is kind of where I'm, don't really, like, there, I have a problem with RPGs. When you start going, oh, roll for this, roll for that, roll for this, roll for, I'm like, come on, dude, like, if you don't, and, and you roll a one and all of a sudden, like, you're supposed to be this super, you know, a trained guy and you cannot see the freaking wall that's in front of you because you rolled a one. I was like, you know, that makes no sense. <laughs> and so, and I think that that's kind of, in a lot of games, even like tabletop games, you, you still have that kind of mechanics where, oh, uh, you guys is trying to climb, uh, you know, to climb over a wall. Oh. Uh, yeah, he, you just fell, you cannot climb the wall. Dude, if the guy wants to climb a wall, like, unless it's really, like, something huge, he's gonna climb the freaking wall. <laughs> you know, or sometimes it's just like, oh, you need to just jump over something, and then you roll, and you're like, oh, no, you, you just, you, you cannot jump over the thing because you failed your roll. And you're like, how? <laughs> How is that making any sense? I don't know. Like it, I don't know if there is. And again, I don't know if that's some some mechanics that you have in, in uh, Age of Sigmar or things like this. Uh, you, for like spells, I'm guessing yeah, maybe for spells. Uh, a spell has a casting value, and you need to beat that uh, equal or beat that casting value on two d six. Which, again, spell spell kind of. Is okay with me on the fact that the, the the easy ones are about a five, the hard ones are a seven or an eight. Yeah. So most of the time you're going to get it because your average dice roll on two d six is seven. Seven, so, yeah. yeah. Um, there are some prayers. Prayers are generally one d six. You're looking for a two or a three. Well, prayers if if you you know prayers is like flipping a coin anyway. So yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, but so some of that makes sense because it's supposed to be, you know, like something that is hard and blah blah blah. But you know, I, I don't know. Like there's, I think the worst offender in this is the RPGs. Yep. Because it's like, uh, roll for you know, like, not. It's just like. Do a do a perception check. Well, you're supposed to be a freaking health ranger that's living in the woods for you know all his life and be tracking animals, and somehow you roll a one and you cannot see the freaking footprint that's in front of you. And like, really? <laughs> it's like, come on, <laughs> you know. Uh, one one time in our Dark Heresy game, our uh, assassin um, failed to, to sneak up behind somebody and slice their throat. 
<laughs> Dude, he's an assassin. So he's trained. That, that, that's a D100 game, and he rolled uh, 100. Okay. So that that's that's critical fail. So. <laughs> but yeah, now, and 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 again, like that kind of that kind of mechanics doesn't you know that that there is a cost on you know like you have movement you 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 can move you know you can move uh, six inches and you go through rough terrain and it you know it it halves that so rough terrain you can only move three if you need to go over an obstacle then you move one inches one inch over that obstacle and it costs you like two or three inches of your actual movement and things like that I understand that there is a cost which impacts what your base stats are. But again, like if if you're trying to climb over a freaking wall, I, and I would understand, and I think that some people actually, and, and I don't know who's doing that, but I know that some people, because of that, when they actually DM, if you, like... You're climbing a wall, you roll a one, you're gonna climb the wall, but on the other side, you're gonna fall and freaking hurt yourself. Yeah. And that makes a lot more sense. Like, there is a, there is a consequence to failing that is not, not doing the task. There is another consequence to that. And I think that makes a lot more sense. And, and, and I wish that, you know, like in games, they would, they would integrate that more also in tabletop. Like, Oh, you do a. You're trying to do a spell. You fail. Well, your spell still works, but somehow you just popped another thing right next. You throw a fireball at someone. The fireball still works, but somehow, while throwing your fireball, you freaking burn your. You know, either the guy that's right next to you also got like a, some kind of, weird, you know, spin off your 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 spell or something, or you burn yourself. Or something like this, but you still threw up, threw that fireball at the guy, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like um, in Horus Heresy. Um, if you you when you cast a spell, you have to um, throw a number of your choice of the number of dice from the amount of psychic power dice you generate, um, and there's amount of warp charges that you need to get to cast. You generate mm -hmm. a warp charge on a dice on a four plus. So if got if I've got a spell with a warp charge of two or three, I'm looking to throw three or four dice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you roll two sixes, you trigger what's called a perils of the warp check. So and the, something the, happens. The yeah. gribbly gribbly demons that live on the other side of reality try and eat your brain. Um, the spell goes off. But then you but have some consequence. Either you have yeah. a, an aneurysm, uh, you forget a spell, um, the war, raw power of the warp overtakes you and you end up becoming super strong for a turn. Um, you vanish into the warp without a trace. Stuff like that. No, yeah, and that, or and you that, forget a spell, etc., yeah. etc. And that and that makes a lot more sense, and I think it should be like that should be in all the games, you know, like oh you're you know you're all a, you need you need to 
and it, and it should not be you need to pass. It should be if you roll, you know, like oh you wanna you wanna climb this wall, then you need a five. You know, out of like two well two d six or whatever what you wanna do, uh, you need a five or above, like on a d ten. Well, that's not to climb the wall. That's to climb the wall and come out on the other side, not injured. You know, and then if you roll, if you, you know, it's gonna be like, oh, you rolled, uh, you rolled below that, be like three and four, then you, on the other side, you become prone because you basically just fumbled and hit your freaking face in the dirt. And you're, you know, hey, you're now you're prone and you lost the rest of your movement. Or you roll a one or two and then you can actually take a point of damage because you fell on your arm and you've really hurt yourself <laughs> and you're prone and you lost your movement. You know, like that, and this is kind of like what I would like more games to do. Hmm. It's to have, instead of having things of, oh, you need to, uh, you need to roll a five. Oh, I rolled a four. Oh, well, you missed. Like, you cannot, you cannot advance. Like, how? <laughs> no, that, you know, oh, you fumbled and you fell and you hit your head. Okay, that makes sense. But you still can move and you still can do stuff. It, it, yeah. So anyways, that was kind of like, got me down a rabbit hole when I started looking at this and, <laughs> and considering all the stuff. And, and I did like with my, with the games that I, I went down that rabbit hole a few times. Um, Activation is another one. Rolling for, you know, like rolling for initiative and, and things like this. Uh, there's a lot of different activation that you can find um, with with dice and with uh, just, you know, you roll, wheel, and then you both go. Or, hey, let's look at the number of guys that you have. And the number of guys that I have, if I have more than you, then I'm going first or I'm going last or, you know, like there's, um, there's a lot of activation like this, but a lot of them are rolling dice against one another. But yeah, it's, um, it's weird. Still, there's some stuff like that, that I, I don't like rolling for initiative. Again, I think it's, it, I don't know. It, it's not that it doesn't make sense, but it is sometimes. A little bit. It it you can you can just go from bad to worse. You know, you're like oh, if I don't get initiative, yeah, it's that's it for me, kind of thing. So yeah, uh, I like the way that uh, Rain in Hell had the initiative, because you roll for all the guys, and then you compare them, and then they go in order. And so you get all you guys going. You can have three of your guys going. Then one of the other guy, you know, like your opponent going once. And then you go again. And then he goes with everything that he has left. And that gives you a lot more strategy play. All right. This guy's not holding on the base. Um, so, yeah. So what do you think of... Okay. So that's rolling dice. What do you think of cards? I don't know if you like. So, um, uh, what's the what's the name the, of that game? 
um, where they use cards. The one with the super hard minis to build. <laughs> Malifaux. Hey, thank you. That's the one. <laughs> I know. Yeah, um, Malifaux one, one, uses one of the guys. One of the guys at our club has um, written himself uh, a Wild West game. Cool. That uses a deck of playing cards. Nice. Yeah. And like he he's got two decks of cards. One that he deals out. Um, to players as they need to so they've got a hand of cards mm -hmm. and one that he uses to determine um, what act which person has an activation for one of their minis okay so you'll, you'll get a suit at the start of the game and he'll shuffle that deck and he'll pull a card and if it's your suit and you move one of your guys mm -hmm. but it's your choice which one of the guys you move okay yeah and then the cards that you've got in your hand, there's uh, different combinations you can do to do like certain special things depending on what character you've got. Okay, but so so does do, do you use the cards like in Malifaux for like attacks uh, and stuff? I don't know. Don't play Malifaux. Okay. No, nobody at my club plays Malifaux, so I don't have any um, informed comment. Yeah, no, I know, and well, I've seen, I've seen some other uh, than the models of Italy. Yeah, I've seen some some gameplay on Malifaux, and and it's kind of like, yeah, you can. I mean, you're gonna play random cards, but you have the option to change your cards. You have the option to pick another card, and so on. So there is some play with it, uh, and yeah, it's uh, again, like I think it's uh, it's nice. It's a uh, it's a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good system. I mean, it's different for sure. Yeah, I mean, card-based stuff, I prefer having um, that be for special abilities rather than for uh, determining the models and how mm -hmm. the models mm -hmm. behave. Well, so. yeah, so I'm looking, I looked at cards because, um, so I started my game as a, as a co-op and solo, yeah. So activation wasn't part of the concept at all from the beginning, because for me, it was like you have you have the first turn because you're the you're the star player in a way, and even if you're playing co-op, you decide which like both of even if you have multiple guys, you decide in together who's gonna which character is gonna go first and you can you know like you can move three of your guys and then I move my two guys and then so on it it does not matter because we're both playing together um, while I started looking at adversarial and that whole thing just didn't make any sense anymore so I started looking at dice rolling and cards and things like this and I came up with a card based activation right. which I really like and I need to have not tried out yet so I need to see if it holds up but yeah so we'll see um, I, I like uh, in terms of activation my, my favorite um, 
is the the system that bolt action uses that's what i was gonna say bolt action is probably one of the yeah what you pick from a bagger that's the, that's the one right so like ev every unit that you have uh is worth a dice and you put that mem number of your faction dice in a bag or a cup or something and then um you pull, you pull one out your opponent puts all their stuff in the same dice as well and you pull one out and whoever's dice it is they get to pick a yeah. unit to, to activate well a unit that's represent that die because you can have infantry or artillery and so on right uh, as far as i know you're not you're pulling you're just pulling um that's my my turn or you're pulling yep. an actual as far as i know the dice are all the same and you assign that dice to a unit when you pull it out of the bag. Yeah. Okay. So tanks, artillery, infantry yeah. are the same. Okay. You just pull a dice and it you the different orders you can give are on the dice. So you take it out, you turn it to advance or whatever and you put it next to the unit mm -hmm. to show that they have advanced. So right. that you don't forget that you've already activated that unit when you mm -hmm. pull another dice yeah. out. Okay. Alright, well, yeah, that's, yeah, again, like, that's, that's probably, the, the pro, well, the problem, not really, because it's represent the fog of war and all this, I've, I've heard, like, yeah, people talking about this kind of, uh, activation for bolt action that a lot of people like because of that, um, now, the thing is, you do not know what's coming next. Nope. And I think that works when you have a lot of, you know, like a lot of units and, and big units and all this. But when you have single characters, that might not work as well. I don't know. I think so. Uh, so, but yeah, and this is why like something like uh, Rain in Hell where... At the beginning of the turn, you know who's going to go for the whole turn. And in what order. Hmm. Let's you plan a lot more also strategically. Because you're like, okay, my guy here is going to move. But then this guy is going to move. So do I want to take this guy out? Because he, when it's going to be his turn, my guy is right next to him. This guy is not going to move for another three turns. By the time it's his turn, you know, he might be dead, so do I want to take this guy out first, and so on and so forth, and I think that gives you a lot more chess-like, you know, thinking a few moves ahead, and, and, and I really like that kind of thing, so, yeah. I don't know, again, it I, I found a good way, I think. <laughs> uh, I need to, again, I really need to test it out, and uh, I am, uh, yeah, I need some cards to test it out. So I need to buy some cards, which I haven't yet. So they're in my list. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the news. Cool. Do you want to go first? Yes. Let me go first. Okay. Uh, I kind of like this. I should have done the same for the other one. All right, let me see. So, um, few things that I've seen in the news that should 
Well, mining towards people. So, Reaper's Mini. Uh, I've came out with Bone 6. As you can uh, tell from the name, the sixth iteration of their Bone Kickstarter. Bones, I should say. Kickstarter. Reaper Bones. Yep. Uh, and so, Wherein yeah. One can receive a fuck ton of minis. <laughs> yeah. I believe is the technical. It's the technical term, yeah. The technical measurement for how many minis Holy you get from a, a Reaper. Uh, well, there's already more than 100 minis just in a core set for $125. Sounds about right. And well, at the, and usually, like by by the end of it, you get probably most minis for eighty cents, seventy-five cents, roughly less than a dollar, and then the big ones for like three dollars for a freaking dragon that's gonna be, you know, <laughs> like twenty centimeters tall, <laughs> and you get a dragon, and and technically it's worth like yeah, twenty bucks. Uh, but you pay like three. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, if you want to go from, I have a few minis that aren't painted too. Oh my god, I got a mountain of minis that aren't painted. Yeah, just go for the Reaper Bones. Um, again, it is a really really good value. Uh, because you get tons of mini for nothing. Uh, but yeah, do I do I want to get those? Yes. Am I gonna get those? No, <laughs> uh, because again, I already have uh, Lasting Tales. I don't know if you've seen that one, uh, which is kind of the same thing. I mean, it it was crazy, and I've got they keep sending new sculpt and everything that they're working on, and yeah, it's gonna take a while until they uh, finish sculpting everything, but. Mostly right now they are sculpting the stretch goal. They've been doing that for the past almost year now. Uh, and they came out with the game with it, but I didn't want the game. I just wanted the minis. So yeah, I already have that coming in. I'm not trying to get another 200 and something minis that I don't, I'm not going to know what to do with it. So anyways, uh, so that was pretty cool. People stop sending me emails. Um... Uh, Star Wars Legion came out with the Shadow Collective Mercenary Starter Box. Did see that. So, 22 minis, and it's all like the stuff that you can get separate. I have not done the math, but I'm pretty sure it's worth it because it's $69 for 22 minis. Uh, considering there's a mole in it. Uh, you've got the Mandalorian Super Commandos unit in there, Black Sons Enforcers, the Pack Syndicate. Uh, you will get also 30 upgrade cards, which is um, usually a lot of people are pretty pissed off at games like this one and Marvel Crisis Protocol because some cards you can only get in certain packs. They've released also at the same time two packs of cards for like upgrading things. So so they're working towards be like, hey, we're just You don't have to buy every single pack to get two or yeah. 
that, that, get that to, was my to, problem yeah. with uh, X-Wing. Yeah, yeah. So you don't need to buy 20 packs of this and that. You can just go ahead and, and do... Um, and have just like this, uh, just the, the 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 pack of cards for you know for a way lower price than buying <laughs> all the minis. So yeah, so that's kind of where um, what they've done. So they're it looks like they're finally starting to push some Star Wars Legion stuff. It, it was pretty slow until now. They were releasing packs and everything, but not not to that level. Uh, it was just uh, so yeah. So Asmodee, if you go on their website, which I've put the the link below, you can see all those uh, all those packs that are ready to be picked up. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, not gonna make me start playing uh, Legion. I still have my Legion stuff that I'm still not fully painted. And I got the starter set from uh, with uh, Vader and Luke, the Rubble and the Ally, the Empire. So yeah, uh, but I thought that was pretty cool because it's not a starter box where you have the two sides, which they've done a lot of. Uh, like I said, they've done the Luke and Vader one, and they've done the uh, Droid versus clone armies for the clone wars yeah so they've done that one as well uh so yeah so they're they are working towards you know uh packs like this i think will work also a lot better be like hey you wanna you wanna play like if, if they were like you wanna play rubbles here is an army of rubbles yeah, so there is not kind of like the the combat patrols or uh, vanguards or exactly collectings or whatever for yeah. for Warhammer stuff. Yeah, instead of having something like the Indominus box where it's two sides, yeah, you have only one side, and there's more of that those people from that side, and I think that might work better, and it's you can pre-order, you know, separate whatever you want but you can yeah. just buy the whole freaking thing and be done with it and have like i said like a a decent army for that yeah, so. yeah. The, the, these these sort of things generally tend to be like they don't tend to be like the good picks in terms of i'm gonna take this one box and start winning tournaments but they tend to be a pretty good core yeah. for you to get a handle on the faction and then start specializing yeah. out whatever way that your playstyle suits. Well, and this one, I mean, there's not that many mercenaries uh, troops right now. And the syndicates, they're coming up with the boxes uh, for the syndicate. So, at the same time. So, I don't, yeah, again, like, I think it's probably a really good value. I haven't checked the price and everything, but usually... I mean, you get Darth Maul, so, you know. Yeah. That's most cool. Yeah. And by himself, he's probably like 25 or something like that. So, you know, you're paying 69 for the whole box. I'm pretty sure that's, you know, it, it's a really good I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they need to include a, a, a Bluetooth speaker in there so that every time you put him on the table, you can press a button on your phone and have Jewel of the Fates start playing. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's, uh, again, surprising. I was not expecting that from them to start doing those kind of boxes. Uh, I think they are trying it out, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot more coming up in the future. So, well, I'll keep an eye on, and definitely if I see more, I will uh, put it out there in my next news. Uh, and my last piece of news is Corvus Belly, which are known for their game Infinity. Uh, they are working on a fantasy game, which is gonna be weird because if you look at well, probably the picture on the screen right now, they have done a roadmap and they basically said so. Announcement. And I'm gonna make that bigger so that you can read it. Uh, so Adepticon 2022, that's what they did. They announced War Crow, which it's funny. I'm like, yeah, could you be more like a ripoff of War Cry? Anyways, <laughs> um, so they announced the game, but then in fall 2022, they will come up with a dungeon crawler board game on Kickstarter based on that game. But that game after that dungeon crawler will in a way branched into Gen Con 2023, the war game. Uh, so what they've done is they've announced the setting. They've announced that they're doing a game that's fantasy. That's pretty much it. Like, the whole video is just like, there's no minis, there's nothing. Like, all you know is it's they're doing, it's like, a they've setting. They've announced a setting. And the weird, like, the way they're doing it that I found was kind of, like, was really interesting is that they will go into that board gamey thing on Kickstarter and be like, hey, that's the game. Those are some of the minis. You can do a dungeon crawler. I am guessing something akin to... Uh, not Dark City. Uh, Curse City. Mm. Something like this, where you're going to have minis and it's going to be a dungeon crawler, which Curse City is. And then they're going to be like, okay, now that you have those guys, you can use those guys with those other guys, and you can start doing armies and stuff. And they say war game. They do not say if it's going to be skirmish. No. But uh, I'm guessing it's going to be close to something like, uh, you know, Infinity. Yeah. Infinity. yeah. So, yeah. Again, interesting piece of news. Am I interested in it? I will see. <laughs> when in fall 2022 they do their dungeon crawler, what it looks like. But yeah, I'm, again, I've got enough stuff in the fire that I don't need anymore. 
but I am interesting in seeing. I really like their sculpt that they do for Infinity, so I want to see what they can do for something more fantasy, and um, you know it again might be really interesting to see. Uh, so I mean, yeah, what what kind of fantasy aesthetic they lean into might be interesting as well. Exactly, and again, I mean, they created a whole new world for Infinity, completely different from whatever you can find out there as far as sci-fi. You know, so if they do the same for this, that could be really interesting to see. Because it might be like something completely new, completely different. And that might be just re like really interesting. Um, it's, yeah. I, I was surprised that they're branching into fantasy. They must be doing well. Um, mm. Because. And so, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. again, really interesting to see where they're going to go with it. And uh, cannot wait to see some of the minis and everything. Because they usually, like I said, I usually... Really like their the aesthetic, or their their sculptures are pretty good, I think. And also, I know they are doing a lot more sayocast, sayocasting now, which is that new plastic thing. Mm. So, um, if they start doing this all in sayocast, might be pretty interesting to see as well. If they have a, you know, if they start. Putting those out in plastic only could be interesting as well to, to see. So, yeah. What do you think? You, you're probably going to have people playing at your club. Uh, if... we, we, we've got a couple of people who have Infinity stuff. But we don't really have any Infinity going on because they... Both of them are fairly infrequent attendees, and okay. they're basically never down at the same time. So Infinity okay. just doesn't happen, but they've got Infinity stuff. All right, well. So, you know, kind of need one or two people down there to, to start building a game up. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're playing Infinity, uh, I talked about Corvus Game Terrain. That was going to release the Tycho uh, Kickstarter with a lot of stuff that works would work great for Infinity and Legion as well. Uh, and so, yeah, it's uh, the Kickstarter is on. If you wanna, I'll put the link in the show notes. Cool. Right. My news. My news? Yep. Go for it. My news. Right. So, uh... Again, at Adeptcon, uh, Games Workshop had their first big reveal of the year. So I've linked the the Hub article on um, the show notes. So they've got a, a separate page for each of the, the other games that they had going on. Mm-hmm. So uh, they had some Necromunda Ash Wastes stuff. So you've got some uh, robed desert dwellers riding giant crickets. Um, uh, I've seen those, yeah. That looks pretty cool. Uh, 
Got a picture of the box. Picture of all the terrain. The terrain looks pretty neat. All looks like really ramshackle kind of stuff and all the, the gangers. It's like weird Mad Max sort of vibes on all the, the quad bikes as well. Yeah. Uh, that's a big picture of the locust guy. That's more of the terrain. Uh, that's all of that. Uh, after that, you had the full uh, full shot of the next warband for Warhammer Underworld's Harrow Deep. Yep. Exiled Dead, which is a very much a sort of uh, Franken mad science necromancy sort of stuff with zombies with like little Tesla orbs sticking out of their backs, etc., etc. Um, so, who are they supposed to be? They're just some zombies. But are they controlled by? Uh, there is a necromancer, mad scientist. Okay, yeah. Okay. In there so, but like, what apparently. what faction are those? Uh, they'll be for death. Okay. Grand Alliance death. Um, I'm assuming uh, that when they come out, their their actual Age of Sigmar rules will be probably in Soulblight Grave Lords. Okay. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. The next Warhammer Forty Thousand Codex will be Chaos Knights. So they've got some new uh, Chaos Knight kits. So because they've been new Imperial Knights since the last Chaos Knights kit, they've they've got a uh, Chaos spiky, gribbly upgrades for that as well. So Chaos Knights and Imperial Knights coming soon. Okay. Uh, Blood Bowl. Yep. Got the Norse team. So if you ever want some, uh, yeah, I've seen the guy. He looks Viking, cool. Viking American footballers with uh, what is it? It's it's a beer goat, beer boar. So yeah, you got some balls with uh, with beer cakes strapped to I their backs. I saw the mini. That mini is pretty cool. I like it. And half of, half of the team have, have got like um, ale steins out as well. Uh, Age of Sigma, we had uh, Season of War Thondia announced. So, this is stuff I've had actual opinions about. So, let's open that article up so we can actually have a look at that. Uh, where are we? So, we've got the Incarnate, which is the big swirly orange bony thing. Uh, this is a new model type. It's not a spell. It's not a, an actual unit. It's something that gets attached to one of your heroes and does stuff. Right. I think it looks rubbish. But that might just oh, be yeah. that I don't like paint jobs. So <laughs> yeah, I'll, we'll wait and see. Because those are going on pre-order on Saturday. Okay. So uh, all the people who have the preview copies will have painted all of theirs up, and they'll all be different colours. So I can see if I like them. 
Yeah, sometimes the the way the picture is taken or the way the mini is painted can yeah. uh, can be detrimental to uh, to people ordering so it. So this uh, this is only available in a big terrain box, and uh, I don't know if you remember the train that I've been painting over the last few episodes. Yep. Yes, of course. But this is um, an expansion for that terrain sort of line okay so three out of the what is it one two three four five six three out of the six pieces in this box are stuff that i've already got two sets of okay so the only thing new things in here for me would be the big uh dragon skull and spine which i'm Mm -hmm. not fussed about the new incarnate model which i'm not fussed about <laughs> and uh this um aqualith just uh, a big floaty rock which generates water uh which i actually want so i'll be checking ebay and getting an aqualith or waiting for it to come out separately Okay. Depending on how much people are selling it on eBay for. Uh, we've also got the Season of War Thondia book. Oh, uh, because been... you think you think people will buy the box and just sell the pieces uh, pe- separate? People, people will buy the box for the Incarnate. And they'll flip the terrain. Okay, I see. Uh, Season of War Thondia is... Uh, some new battle plans and emissions and lore progressing the story. Uh, We had to... Somebody had to ask one of the game developers on Twitter whether this was an addition or a replacement to the General's Handbook cycle because I was thinking, hmm, General's Handbook's due out like June, July time. That's a bit close. So this isn't a replacement to the General's Handbook. It's just extra stuff if you want it. So okay. I'm going to pick that up because I always like having extra stuff. Okay. Uh, next thing. They revealed a new Nighthaunt hero. Okay. The man on a boat. Cool. Uh, let's have a JG model model re- review because. Let me let me look. I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen the rest, but I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, let me just copy paste that onto the show notes. So you oh, can... I'm, I'm I'm going down the. Okay, you're going down. So we, this we... is uh, Al Ruck the Drowner. Yeah, it's a ghosty boy, basically. It's a ghosty boy in a boat. Yeah. And everybody went, ooh, neat. And got on with their lives. Yeah. It, yeah. It, again, it's not an aesthetic that I like. I don't, yeah. It's, it's, looks nicely sculpted, but, yeah. That's about where. But (laughs) after that, Horus Heresy. Warhammer the Horus Heresy. So they've got a 
a really really good really cool really sexy trailer that i've watched like 15 times <laughs> um and yeah after that they showed off um the the mark 6 marine that is going to be in the box so we've only seen the one mini for the new box so far officially from games workshop uh-huh. although this is lines up with the the leaked box contents 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 that we saw like mm-hmm. a year ago at this point so yeah shrug um the rules continue to be leaking out all over the place so yeah yeah um <laughs> they need I've, to, uh, I've seen leaks. they need to freaking just release it and be done yeah. with it i've seen leaks for basically all of the uh traitor sides uh special rules and legion rules not seen the core rules, so I don't know what any of it actually means in context. Yeah, but they should but just get on with it. And, yeah. and after that, we're like, oh, there's some stuff. There's stuff coming that we don't want to say too much about coming soon. Um, it's some chaos stuff. Mm. But after that, uh, this weekend, I was like, oh, I know what we can do is I can... I can message JG and then we can we can talk about when we do the next show can talk about what the best uh, and funniest April Fools things over the weekend were for uh, the hobby community and then um, Games Workshop put a a little a little trailer up that looked very expensive to put together so everybody were like yeah, Are you really spending this much money on this your money Fools just for, for just for a joke? And there was like a silhouette at the back that put, was um, that looked like a, a squat. Yeah. Um, and people were like, "Surely you're not teasing squats for April Fools?" And everybody, all like the community guys on Twitter, were like, "Ah, oh, we're totally not joking." Yeah, and that then was like, freaking awesome. And then the good. next day they were like, surprise, we weren't joking, here's actual squats. And people were like, what, seriously? Yeah. So, uh... Squats are coming. Back. Apparently. Yeah. So, um... The elevator pitch for squats is... Space dwarfs! Uh, is space dwarfs. Um, <laughs> that's it. They, I mean, that's, that's all you need to know. That's it. <laughs> uh, they were in... 40k in the first and second edition and they're supposed to have been wiped out by tyranid if i read Uh, there's not like an actual in-law thing for why they disappeared one of the devs went yeah they all got eaten by tyranids but they haven't actually published anything saying okay yeah i I wasn't like this is kind of what i'm not really familiar with the 40k lore but but that's kind of what i read because i was like Space Dwarves? I'm they like, they took them out of the before. game because they were like, yeah. oh, we don't want to just copy-paste everything from fantasy and go, this is a space elf. This is a space dwarf. These are yeah. space undead. But so, that's what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, that that's what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, we've got a, a picture that is probably on the screen now or has been on for... A, a yeah. while of the one midi, one mini. Um, I've seen a lot of people going, "Oh, this guy looks boring," and I'm like, 
yes, he is going to be your basic line trooper, so you're going to have like 30 of him. So he's yeah. not going to look that exciting, is he? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. their, their official IP name is the Leagues of Votan. Okay, yeah. So... Like when humanity went into the stars during the the dark age of technology, uh, these guys went to the galactic core where there's more gravity, so they got progressively shorter through the thousands of years. So they're not uh... they're not imperials, but they so are. They're not, a... they're not dwarves. They're just smaller yeah. because of gravity. Yeah, they are a divergent subrace of humans. But. I read that they have like they embrace technology and all this. So. They they haven't got the same um, attitude attitude to technology that um, the Imperials and the the, the Adeptus Mechanicus have. So cool. Will be interesting to see how that goes yep. and how they are not Caradron overlords with all the steampunk stuff filed off. Because yeah. that's that's my concern is they're going to just be blend Caradron overlords, but okay. with all the yeah. fantasy stuff swapped for sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that uh, they seem to be leaning heavily into the, the nostalgia stuff at the moment. So they had Sisters Battle come back after a while. They had the, the Black Templars box, True. Yeah. which was all. The whole thing for the Black Templars box was it was a aimed to be like the third edition artwork, and all the mm -hmm. spots have come back from second edition. I'm like, plastic yeah. sisters of battle and squats coming back have have been like the jokes for the uh, the 40k community for as long as I've been part of it, and. Not a joke anymore. Who's laughing now? <laughs> Bitches. Generally heralded as a sign of the apocalypse. So <laughs> hang on to yeah. your hats. Well, yeah, we'll see. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's it's good. There's a lot of people that like dwarves, so I'm guessing yeah, it's I mean, gonna please a lot of people. They're gonna they're gonna sell a lot of models, but yeah, of course, yeah. Well. How are you guys looking? Uh, How's your guy, I should say? I've got Good. most of the base colours on. Right. Um, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do with the cuff on his... Uh, the van brace on his right hand. Because that's got uh, like a in indented, engraved... Uh, symbol in it so okay. i'm not sure if i want to do that gold and pick that out or have it blue and have the the indentation picked out in silver uh so i'm just going to go back and have a look at what i've done on other similar models that have similar stuff on and try hmm. and get it to line up with that. Well, my revenants are looking okay. I've been doing uh, mostly contrast because I want to get them quick done quickly. But yeah, they're looking okay. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> they will need, yeah. They, I mean, I'm gonna heavily wash them when I'm done too, just because they're supposed to come from, you know, like they're supposed to be zombies basically. So dirty and greedy and all this, and so I'll uh, I'll wash them heavily once I'm done. But so far so good. I don't know the skin yet how to do that I've got my uh, thing that's rotten white which I like to use for well I like to use a uh, elfic flesh and then after that highlight with the rotten white so we'll see how it goes but yeah so far so good well that's it for us short ish episode an hour and a half or, or change <laughs> yeah um, hour tw uh, probably about an hour 20 once we've got all like the the skype crashes out yeah yeah that's gonna be fun for to edit the first uh the first few parts the first um, five minutes where we had like three skype crashes three skype crashes yeah good job skype well done you're a <laughs> you're a fully functional program yeah well uh Thank you again, everyone, for uh, being there with us. Thank you, Liam. Pleasure as always. Um, keep following us. Keep liking us and share with your friends. Uh, 95 subscribers. Getting close to 100. Uh, if we ever get to 100, that would be, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, we've got um, five subscribers to figure out how to do a live stream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's going to be another kind of worm altogether. Uh, well, I got a new computer, but I think I can run some of it on that computer just to lighten the load of this one. Mm. So that might be something that I can do, but yeah, mm. it's going to be, uh, it, it will be, <laughs> it's going to be weird to do that. Or we can just do one camera each only and, and, uh, yeah, that I'm might be something that might be another way to do it but yeah uh follow us on twitter join us on discord all the go into the facebook group and all the media all the stuff. social media stuff uh Thanks. keep hobbying keep doing your hobby streak hopefully Stay uh, people watching yeah have fun enjoy the process and uh, yeah hopefully like 3D printer is not gonna run out. Uh, it's gonna run out. It's gonna run out before being done. That's gonna suck. Alright, well, um, again, thank you, Liam. Thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Peace.